Many years ago, I wrote a book called Good Grief. It was a small booklet for people who are grieving. You know, some people think that grieving is a bad thing. And, and why would you call a book Good Grief? Well, it's because grief is good. It's important. You can't always help when bad things happen to you. And sometimes people experience losses that are beyond their comprehension, losses that are permanent. You know, people who die that are not coming back, losses of jobs, losses of, of homes, losses of income. And sometimes you have to come to a place of acceptance that those things are just not going to return. And so what if God allowed you to be stuck there in this place of torment and anguish and regret and, and this pain that you feel, this ache that feels like it's never going to go away? But I believe that God created the grief cycle so that you could process pain easily. Now you have to understand this about grief. Grief is not just about death. It's about loss. So anytime you lose anything, you need to grieve it. Understand what I just said. You need to grieve it. People that don't grieve properly never heal. People that don't grieve properly sometimes live the rest of their life sad or depressed or making bad decisions or empty or with a hole in their heart, always searching for it. I've known so many people that did not grieve properly and they went looking for love in all the wrong places and messed up their relationships. I know people that didn't grieve properly and they ended up living a life addicted to drugs because and alcohol because they were trying to fill a hole in their heart. Well, you don't have to live your life empty. You can grieve and grief is not a bad thing. Grief is a good thing. The book of Job talks about a man who experienced tremendous loss, death of children, loss of property, uh, loss of health. His health was turned upside down to the point of he almost died. I mean, um, the story of Job starts off so depressing that it's almost difficult to read. But it's really not a depressing book because Job goes through a grief cycle and it ends up being a book of inspiration. And people read the book of Job to find confidence and courage and strength. Not, but, but you have to get through the whole thing because when you start reading the book of Job, it doesn't sound good at all. It sounds like only bad things are happening. But in the end of the book of Job, he gets double for his trouble. Now, that's one fun way of saying it. But Job actually gets twice as much as he ever had. Twice as much money, twice as many children as he had before, twice as, mit, uh, as much confidence and influence. He ended up getting double for all the things he went through. So keep in mind the grief cycle is sometimes necessary. It's a coping mechanism to get through, to get your soul through some very difficult times. So I would like to take just a brief moment here and explain what the grief cycle looks like and how it works. First of all, there's six stages to the grief cycle. And I'll go through these very briefly. And I'll even give you a reference point where you can look these up and see how Job processed this. The first cycle is called, or the first stage rather, is called shock. Now you can read about Job's shock in Job 1, chapter 1, verses 13 through 20, when he got the news of every bad thing that had happened. He lost his children. He lost his, he lost his home. He lost his, his, his business. All of this in one day. 
And so he is in total shock. That's the first stage of grief. And you feel like you don't even know how to think. You don't even, it, you're trying to ask yourself, is it real? Is, is, did what I just hear really happen? Is this really real? And that's what we call shock. It's kind of a stage of being frozen in your mind. The second stage is denial. Denial is when you don't want to believe it. You know that you heard the news, but you just refuse to believe it. So you just act like I'm not going to feel this because if you accept it, you have to start feeling the pain. So denial is your way of pro, uh, procrastinating the pain, just prolonging the idea that this is permanent. So you sometimes denial can last for days. Unfortunately, some people make it last for much, much longer. But ideally, it's supposed to last for a few days. Now, Job goes into denial like everyone else that grieves goes into denial. And you can read about that in the second chapter of Job, verses 12 through 13. Job's friends are weeping, but Job's unable to weep. So for seven days, he just sits there and says nothing. That's what denial looks like. So Job is in a place where he just doesn't want to talk about it. And he just has people gathering around him, just crying and crying and crying. And Job will not speak to them. He will not say a word to anybody because he is in a state of denial. Well, then you get to this place of bargaining. That's the third stage. Now, bargaining looks like this for a lot of people. If I would have just done this, then this wouldn't have happened. Or I wish these would have been my last words, or I, I just wish we would have done this one more time. And it's almost like they're in this stage of trying to uh, get rid of their guilt because they're feeling all this self guilt and they're trying to process a way of not feeling so guilty about what has happened. Now you can read about Job's bargaining stage in Job chapter six verse 1 through 3, and then also verses 22 through 24. And then again in Job 29, as he recaps some of this, Job is feeling guilt to the point of saying, you know, I wish I'd never been born because of all of this pain I'm in right now. It'd been better if I'd have never been born, then none of this would have ever happened. And that's what bargaining looks like and feels like as you're trying to process your guilt. Well, once you get through bargaining, and bargaining can last for a few days, but you know, it's kind of like Job's denial lasted for seven days. And that's kind of long, but for some people, that's about a week is, is right. But bargaining sometimes can last even longer if you don't process it the right way. And what if this would have happened? Well, maybe we can do this. And, you know, you're just trying to figure out how to get through the guilt. And then that turns into anger. Once you finally start accepting the fact that this is real and this is permanent, a lot of people go into a state of anger. You can read about Job's anger in Job chapter 16, verses 6 through 14, where Job is now angry and he's expressing this anger through his words. And that's usually how anger is expressed. Now, you can actually process anger quite well through speaking if you have a safe place to do it. You have to have people that understand you're angry and that you just need to talk this out because sometimes, you know, people, anger is expressed through emotion. And so anger is one of those things that you have to just go through to get through, to get through the uh, grief cycle. Then finally, you come to this place of acceptance. You can read about Job's acceptance in Job chapter 42, verses one through five, but you have to come to a place that now you've accepted that it's real and you have to deal with it. 
But there is one final stage for Christians. Now, some people that do not know Christ can't get to this final stage. They just get to acceptance. But the final stage is called returning to joy again. And you can read in Job chapter 42, uh, all through that chapter, but in, in particularly in verses 8, 10, and 12 through 17, you can read about how Job's joy has now returned. He never thought he would be happy again. He never thought he would have joyous days again, but he did. And for all of you going through a grief cycle, joy will return. You have to get through acceptance. You have to get through this season and then joy will return again. So the first phase has to do with just functioning again. The second phase has to do with just hoping again. And the final phase has to do with living a full life again. And all of that happens when your joy begins to return. You don't have to feel guilty about being joyous again. You don't have to feel guilty about maybe finding love again, or maybe taking a risk again, or maybe starting a business again. You don't have to feel guilty about those things. Grief does not have to last forever if you go through the grief cycle. And that's the reason I call this good grief. Go through the cycle, get rid of the pain, and get back to living life in joy again. God bless you. Thank you so much for supporting our ministry. If this has blessed you, please say a prayer for us. And if you would like to give, we have four ways that you can do that. You can give online at briancutshaw.com or if you're a PayPal user, just PayPal us at Church Trainer. Or you can also give through the mail at P.O. Box 267, Georgetown, Tennessee, 37336. Or if you're a Venmo user, you can Venmo us also at Church Trainer. Thank you, and God bless you, and may the Lord multiply your seed. Now back to Hope in the Word.